Hi there, I'm Bree. I'm Bree. And thank you for listening to the Creepcast. If you want to share any stories or fun facts about topics we've t- discussed on our podcast, you can email us at the.creep.cast18 at gmail.com. And if that cramps your style, we also have Twitter, which you can find us under at castcreep. Both C's are capitalized. We also have Instagram. <laughs> find us on the gram at the Creepcast, all lowercase. We also have the Facebook, because who doesn't have Facebook? And if you, you don't, us. you're a serial killer. I mean, serial killers have those too. I'm getting off Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> but our Facebook is The Creepcast with Brian Burr. And we also have a website where you can find a link to all these lovely things and our Patreon, which is thecreepcast.podbean.com. Yeah. Thanks again. <laughs> well, yeah, because you have like a fun window where it's just like, haha, she's like fun sassy. And oh no, now she's telling people to kill themselves. <laughs> now all right, she's now, angry. We, now we're out. <laughs> Peace. We got to the point before the window. <sighs> we were in there and then it was gone. <laughs> Oh, it's got to be consistent. Someone can't be harassing me. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> well, that's going to get it. That would be nasty. Who <laughs> says I wasn't looking at you? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, I can't. Anyways, on that note. I'm Bree. I'm Burr. <laughs> Welcome to the Creepcast, where it just starts off in a calamity, and you know, you strap in, kids. It's gonna be a bumpy thing. Yeah, it's, it's, this is what happens. Because Austin's all like, "Let's be organic and start whoever," and then it's ten minutes of us cackling like <laughs> hags, <laughs> who just you know collected a bunch of children so that we could be eternally useful for another couple hundred years. <laughs> I know, they've come out with the sequel of the story of our life. I'm all right. I know, I'm really excited, though, to see that. I'm intrigued. I'm so happy. But I don't know if I like it because it's just Bette Midler. What? In the In the promo shot. I don't know if that's true. But that gives me that vibe, and I'm like, I hope not. I need to know. I need to know. Anyway. Why do you go? (laughs) Why (laughs) do Oh, that never gets old. We've been on a roll today for some reason, musically. And it's just, it started off with Jimmy Buffett, and then we went into Ludacris, and then we were back to Jimmy Buffett briefly. And When did we go back? When I briefly went back into it before I was rapping. In the past, Austin. <laughs> not the future. That, that was then. We can't go back, because we're in now. No, no, no. That was then. This is now. So can we go back then? No. Why? Why? Because this is the now. But back then, this is the now now. I know. Spaceballs is everything, especially because I'm so mad that that mask cost so much money. But there was a mask that my boyfriend found on Actually, social media. That's that can't. Technically, that shouldn't exist. I don't give a fuck. Well, no, only for the fact that... um. That was actually one of the contingencies for them being able to use all the references from Star Wars is that they were told that they can't Can't have any merchandise. Yeah. Well, I don't care. Now I'm going to buy it. (laughs) Because fuck you, Star Wars. Don't tell me how to live my life. It's just Disney now. Spaceballs. The face mask. No, it's It's space. It's 
like you had the lunchbox, the flamethrower. Well, I know, but that's the what cereal. the item that was found because everyone's wearing masks where we're at. So I'm sorry, but where I would are you absolutely... getting a flamethrower at? I know Tesla. Jeez. I know, but yeah, because they have the not boring company and they have a uh, a flamethrower, but it's called not a flamethrower or something like that. Y'all need Jesus. I don't know. Prayer I'm still afraid tomorrow. of Teslas. We're going to get too smart. We're going to have some Christine bullshit, and then you're going to find me at the bottom of a lake. Or we can have a giant, you know, fucking weird-ass electrical storm, or we could have the movie... Um, oh, I know what you're talking about, and now I can't... It's not I driven. Think, it's... Uh, um, well, biscuits. Where's my phone? It's maximum over overdrive? Yeah! Override? Something maximum like that. Maximum override or something. That, that was a good movie. Yes. And then the vending machines will attack you with their sodas to the ball. Revenge! <laughs> That's one of the parts of the movie. The soda machine just starts spitting cans of pop at this dude and hits him right in the nuts. Yep. And That's why you try to always wear a cup. And then there's another one with the machine gun. I don't bullets, too. And then it started using its uh, clicking as Morse code. It was, oh. it was awesome. Nice. Yeah. I have to watch that movie again. That's some trippy shit. I do also want to watch Philosopaster. I know it's going to be terrible. What? Wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> <laughs> Veloster Pastor. Veloster Pastor. Okay, it is the most exciting. So first off, I saw it posted on Facebook, and I'm like, this can't be fucking real. So of course I went to Amazon Prime, and it's fucking real. <laughs> it's about a pastor who finds out he can turn into a Velociraptor. <laughs> like, we're talking like a he, church pastor? Yes. Wait, it gets better. And then he befriends a prostitute, and he, she convinces him to use his powers to fight crime. And how the synopsis ends, it goes, and there's ninjas. <laughs> I should shoot out those. <laughs> My head hurts trying to follow that. If, we'll have to watch the freaking preview, because it's everything. Also, <gasps> terrible, but everything. And also pretty sure the pastor sleeps with the prostitute at some point. He's got to. Which I'm like, be like, that's the unholy thing to do, sir, but whatever. Not my business. He's doing it in the name of God. <laughs> and Velociraptor. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, I'm sorry, but just on the name alone, I was like, this Sold. is going to be awfully terrible, and I love it. I'm here for it. Because I love me a good pun mashup thing, and Velocipaster gets me every time. <laughs> All I can think of is your shower curtain thing. I know, my little Velociraptor on an old-timey bike that just says bitches. Yes. Love it. It's the tits. Anyways, point being, on that note, Long let's rant. talk about this week's episode. The Flying Dutchman. Yay. In total relation to the Velocipaster. I'm the Flying Dutchman. <laughs> I'm part of a Spongebob meme group So that's all that it came up in my head No exactly that's one of the reasons I picked it And I don't know and I think that's what like Jogged my memory about it and I was like Oh yeah I should probably I don't think we've done the Flag Dutchman yet and that was one of the two things I was Deciding between last week it was either this or the Catacombs work well not last week two weeks ago mm -hmm. I had a week off Because work got busy but yeah no Flying Dutchman so strap in Time to talk about Another ghost ship. Ghost. Aye, aye, Captain. <laughs> Are you ready, kids? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's how this episode should have started. We fucked up. SpongeBob references I can drop. I mean, episode. yeah, let's do it. I'm here for it. And take a shot for it. No, I'm kidding. Don't do that. You might die. 
because who knows how many he'll get in. <laughs> and I'm not taking early. responsibility for that. Disclaimers in the beginning. Don't actually do any drinking games to our podcast. Oh, why Because you could die. No, that's not true. Well, it depends on what you do. Like the Shadow People episode when I joked about taking a shot every time we said Shadow People. We said Shadow People way too many times. Mm-hmm. Oh, so Someone it would be the same died. thing for like Siren Head. Exactly. But it's not your business. Yeah, it's not our business. <laughs> no, because they... Uh, for, you just keep it? moving along, sir. Because uh, the fans of, what is it, uh, Two Bears, One Cave, they did uh, a drinking... They made up a drinking game for uh, Burt Kreischer because he oh, always, man. like, gets off track or he touches his face all the time or he does all these things and because they record it. <laughs> People are just like, we're getting fucked up. Oh, my God. Yeah, no. I'm too old to be hungover. <laughs> Well, <laughs> well, I don't happen. It doesn't happen that often, but once in a blue moon, I'll be like, oof, oof. The worst is I just get like the Charlie horses. Oh, I'll like go to stretch in the morning, and then my leg is just like, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> oh no! And then you never know if you should bend your leg or straighten your leg back mm-hmm. out, and then it's just you sitting there for five minutes massaging, and then trying to put your leg in a spot that may be the least painful. I do that a few times on my lift. Except for it's not my leg that gets locked up and, like, hurts. It's my foot. Uh. And I'm on a stand-up lift, so I'm just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Why? <laughs> this is it. This is my life. This is how I die. And it's when I have to get off my lift to stack a, a different fucking pallet correctly oh. or, like, a breakdown, restack it. And I'm like, <laughs> yep. help! Because yeah. it's the eye of the tiger. <laughs> it's the tail of the that's Anyways. Do you need a cookie? No, y'all just dumb as hell. <laughs> You're just jealous. <laughs> Don't hate. Appreciate. <laughs> Anyways, flying Dutchman getting back on track. Yes. Sidebars everywhere. Uh. So what is the flying Dutchman, you may ask, if you've been living under a rock and have never seen SpongeBob or any of the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise? Tell me. He's a master knotsman. I thought he was an astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> The Flying Dutchman <laughs> is a legendary ghost ship that can never make port oh, and no. is doomed, doomed. <laughs> to sail the oceans forever. The myth is likely to have originated from the 17th century golden age of the Dutch East India Company, or VOC. Oh. Don't know why it's VOC, but hey, not my business. So the oldest extant version has been dated to the late 18th century. Sightings in the 19th and 20th centuries reported the ship to be glowing with a ghostly light. Oh. That's spooky. (laughs) So if hailed by another ship, the crew of the Flying Dutchman will try to send messages to land or to people long dead. So apparently they're just like... Are they having seances? Hey, can you pass this message along? No, it's because they've been trapped on the ocean. They don't know their loved ones have died. Yeah, they give like... Pirates of the Caribbean, like the third one. Yeah, they're okay. all algae and shit. Locker, but oh. it's just the Flying Dutchman. I can't watch that movie anymore. Why? Because well, I, I think about octopuses, and then I need to know which one is the penis. <laughs> <laughs> I told you, it's the shortest one. I thought you were just going to say because know, it's the worst one. But, but there's okay. a lot of them. <laughs> Maybe it's no. the one that's holding the No, key. the worst one is whatever the one. I, don't, I haven't seen the newest one. I haven't either. I've heard that one's kind of meh. Yeah. But I wasn't crazy about the one with the frickin' mermaid. Oh, what was her name? It wasn't Elizabeth. It was something. No, Elizabeth was the one that was in all the other ones, and she was, like, oh, all obnoxious. Taylor. And then they made her the Pirate King for some reason. and yeah, Because they thought she was Calypso. Yeah, but she wasn't. Yeah. But well, no. Um, 
Spoilers. Well, no, she... How is it a spoiler? <laughs> it's been out for years. If y'all haven't seen it by now, you probably are never going to see it. Mm-hmm. Um, no, uh, what was it? The one dude thought she was Calypso, mm-hmm. and then he died, and then he gave her his, his ship. ship. And, and, then, and then she, of course, everyone votes for themselves to be Pirate King, except Captain Jack then throws his in a vote for... Elizabeth, yeah. yeah. That's because he wanted her snatch. No. Actually, he wanted his ship, and she promised that if she came king, he could have the ship. Are you sure? Because I always remember him flirting with her and everything else like no, that. No, and it was in the first one, and then afterwards, like, oh, well, in the second one. and everything, and then Yeah, she no, in the second in one, there. yeah, because her and Will were having, like, some slight issues or whatever, and so then he thought he was because being all Because she slick. wasn't paying attention enough to him. But no, it wasn't that. It was, like, the it's thing was, mess. like... He was trying to seduce her into getting what he wanted, and then she ended up trying to, like... Like, she, he was trying to take advantage of her, and she caught on to that, and so that's how she got him trapped to the ship. Okay. But, yeah. But we digress. So, in Ocean Lore, <laughs> the sight of this phantom ship is an omen of doom. doom. <laughs> I don't remember what the original word was in place of omen, but I was like, the fuck is this? <laughs> and then I Google it, and it was like omen. And I was like, well, why didn't you say so? <laughs> so moving on to the origins. The first print reference to the ship appears in travels in various parts of Europe, Asia, and Africa during a series of 30 years and upward. Written hmm. in 1790 by John MacDonald. The weather was so stormy that the sailors said they saw the flying Dutchman. The common story is that this Dutchman came to the Cape in distress of weather and wanted to get into harbor, but could not get a pilot to conduct her, and was lost, and that ever since, in very bad weather, her vision appears. <gasps> so basically, they didn't have a fucking captain, and no one knew how to dock the ship. Oh, Talk about the died. worst way to go. Does no one know how to like put the ship in? And it's like... No. No. <laughs> You're good. You're good. You're good. <laughs> You're like, oof. That sounds like something that would happen to me. Anyway. Point being, <laughs> there was no one who knew how to land the ship. Y'all dead. You fucked up, A.A. Ron. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next literary reference appears in Chapter 6 of A Voyage to uh, Botany Bay of 1795, also known as a voyage to New South Wales. Attributed to George Barrington's 1755 through 1804. Neat. This is the part where I sound even more illiterate. Here we go. No, I think that's later. Oh, yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) She has, like, two long quotes, and one of them were, like, the... She's like, what does this even mean? And I'm like, I don't know, old-timey speak, yo. I I forgot what I was talking about. I'll see if I can decipher it. (laughs) Good. Yep. I like old timey speak. Good. Excellent. Yes. Okay. So I had often heard of the superstition of sailors respecting appearance. Apparitions. Thank you. Apparitions and doom. 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 (laughs) Now be gone. (laughs) But had never given much credit to the report. It seems that some years since a Dutchman of war was lost off the Cape of Good Hope and every soul on board perished. Her consort weathered the gale and arrived soon after at the Cape. Having refitted and returned to Europe, they were assailed uh, by a violent tempest nearly in the same latitude. And the night 
Night Witch. <laughs> and the Night the Watch. Night Witch. <laughs> the Night Witch. The Night Witch. I mean, I'm just saying that's kind of a cool... In the Night Watch, some of the people saw or imagined they saw a vessel standing... Yeah, standing for them under a press of sail, as though she would run them down. One in particular affirmed that it was the ship that had foundered in the former gale, and that it must certainly be her or the apparition of her. But on its clearing up the subject, a dark, thick cloud disappeared. Nothing could do away the uh, idea of this phenomenon, on the phenomenon, but that was on their mind of the sailors, and on their relating the wait, wait, and on their relating the circumstances when they arrived in port, the story spread like wildfire, and the supposed phantom was called the Flying Dutchman. From the the Dutch, the English seamen got the infatuation, <laughs> and. Sorry, see you in. <laughs> really? I can't help it. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I'm five. It's okay. You are the youngest one here. She's our baby. Damn straight, I'm baby. <laughs> but they got the uh, the infatuation, and there were very few Indian men. Yeah, which. We apologize if that's not an appropriate way of saying it. Again, this is a quote from a book, like an old ass book from like the 1700s. So mm-hmm. throw that out there. Yeah. Um, but what was uh, has some one on board? Wait, wait, wait. But what has some one on board who pretends to have seen the apparition? So somebody lying. Somebody lying. Dirty liars. Hoe. Nobody likes you, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) You're trying to think of a name. I was going to say Brenda, but I was just like, I have a neighbor upstairs that's named Brenda. I can't use it anymore. I know, right? Just Bridget. No. Bridget, (laughs) Becky, Belinda. I saw Bethany. I'm just going to come up with B names. Anyways. Belinda. (laughs) Belinda, yeah, I like it. Anyways, so... The next literary reference introduces the motif of punishment for a crime mm-hmm. in scenes of infancy. Mm. I don't know if that, I don't know why I said that dramatically. <laughs> <laughs> so Edinburgh, 1803 by John Layden, 1775 through 1811. It is a common superstition of mariners that in the high southern latitudes on the coast of Africa, hurricanes are frequently ushered in by the appearance of a specter ship denominated the Flying Dutchman. Also, don't know why I just said Africa so weirdly. I think I was just thinking of that Toto song. I was about to start singing it too. <laughs> and I was, but the thing is, like, I think I went to go to sing it and then I remembered I could never hit those notes. <laughs> so I stopped myself. <laughs> and then that awkward way of saying it is what became into being. <laughs> uh, the crew of this vessel are supposed to have been guilty of some dreadful crime in the infancy of navigation and to have been stricken with pestilence. And are ordained still to traverse, traverse, traverse. (laughs) (laughs) That traverse, though. It's not America's ass, but. Anyways. And are ordained to still traverse the ocean on which they perish till the period of their penance expire. Which I feel is very much like the Pirates of the Caribbean thing again. Okay. We're going to heavily reference Pirates of the Caribbean. 
Do and SpongeBob. Yes. Just accept it. <laughs> but yeah, because isn't it like they have like so many years they have to be on the ship? Yep. And then that's what they gamble with. <laughs> so moving on. So Thomas More, 1779 through 1852, places the vessel in the North Atlantic in his poem. Written on passing Dead Man's Island in the Gulf of St. Lawrence late in the evening, September 1804. Hmm. That's the title. Look at it. It's a line and then like a quarter of another line. That's a paragraph. That's so long. (laughs) Anyways. That is worms. So the quote from the poem goes, Fast gliding along a gloomy bark, her sails are full, though the wind is still, and there blows not a breath in her sails to fill. A footnote adds... The above lines were suggested by a superstition very common among sailors who call this goat ship, I think, the Flying Dutchman. I just love that they add that, like, in case you weren't sure what I was referencing, because, you know, you're not cool enough to get my poetry, bitch. It's talking about the Flying Dutchman, but I don't know if it's called that, because, you know, I don't really care about that kind of stuff, but, you know, that's what I think it's called. Making art. Deal with it. Yeah, like, that's what I feel like that gave me, like, don't know what I'm talking about, but not sure if people understand what I'm talking about. I mean, I thought it was worded really nicely. Uh, I know. So. But, yeah. I feel like then your footnote is unnecessary, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. But it's I digress. It's kind of like the hipster being like, I like it before. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, I don't know if you've ever heard of him. It's like the Flying Dutchman. He's super cool. So. I was listening to him before he got like mainstream, and now I hate him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't help it. So Sir Walter Scott, 1771 through 1832, a friend of John Layden's, was the first to refer to the vessel as a pirate ship, writing in the notes to Rokeby, a poem, first published December 1812. Like that, that's a title I can get behind. Short, sweet, and it tells you it's a poem. Mm-hmm. So um, that the ship was originally a vessel loaded with great wealth on board which some horrid act of murder Murder. and piracy had been committed, and that the apparition of the ship is considered by the mariners as the worst of all possible omens. And then that made me think of, like, ooh, maybe I'll look into the black spot someday. Throw it on the list. I know. (laughs) The black spot. (laughs) (laughs) You're welcome. I love that movie. Muppet Treasure Island is everything. Uh, according to some sources, 17th century Dutch Captain Bernard Faka? Faka? I can't fucking remember. I'm sorry. Faka. Faka. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, just, I don't know why that first one you said made me laugh so hard. But I was like, because the original one wasn't already funny enough. That's what it is. I Googled it, and that's what the internet told me. So it must be true. Mm-hmm. Jesus. <laughs> but Nard is the model for the captain of the ghost ship. Fake was re-owned for the speed of his trips from the Netherlands to Java. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Java, and was suspected of being in league with the devil. The devil. Devil. Satan is among us. Because <laughs> I invited him. Yeah. <laughs> Friendship scars for everyone. <laughs> what it is. <laughs> You're welcome. Dude, every time I hear that song, it just makes me laugh so much harder. Because <laughs> already, like, I love that song already because I beach boys are pretty great. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then there's this video of a little bird dancing to it. And it's mm-hmm. really cute. 
And then that. And I'm like, this song has easily just become my favorite. <laughs> yes. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, continuing on. The first version of the legend as a story was printed in Blackwood's Eldenburg magazine for, for May 1821, which puts the scene as the Cape of Good Hope. This story include, yeah, includes the name Captain Hendrik van der van Decken. Decken, yep. Thank you. For the captain and the motifs elaborated by other writers of letters addressed to people long dead being offered to the other ship for delivery. But if accepted, will bring misfortune and the captain having sworn to uh, to round the Cape of Good Hope, though it should take until the Day of Judgment. Yes. Kind of confused at what I just read, but okay. So essentially... They are doomed forever to sail the seas and stick near the the um, port of or Cape of Good Hope until their Judgment Day or Judgment Day in general. Hmm. Oh, is this the one that makes me illiterate then? Yep. Oh, <laughs> yay! <laughs> yeah, I was like, I knew it was like another bigger one, but I'm pretty sure it was the second one, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, that's a song signing. She was an Amsterdam vessel and sailed from port 70 years ago. Her master's name was Van der, Van der Decken. He was a staunch yep. seaman and would have his way in spite of the devil. Yeah, spite of the devil. For all that, never a sailor under him had reason to complain, though how it is on board with them, nobody knows. The story is this, that in doubling the cape, they were a long day trying to weather the table bay. However, the wind um, headed them and went against them more and more, and Van Decken, Van Der Decken, mm-hmm. Walked the deck, swearing at the wind. Just after sunset, a vessel spoke him, asking him if he did not mean to go into the bay that night. Vanderdecken replied, May I be eternally damned if I do, though I should be beat about here till the day of judgment. And to be sure, he never did go into that bay, for it is believed that he continues to beat about in these seas still, and will do so long enough. This vessel is never seen but with foul weather along with her. Oh. Okay, so pretty much the boat, like, whenever that you see the boat, it's shitty weather. Like, so, like, you'll never see the boat on a good day. Mm. So if... Why didn't they just say that? Because they're... <laughs> they just put it in... When thou dayest shit, thy <laughs> shall see thine boat. I don't know. That's probably not at all. Well, yeah, I mean, but that's what they were saying, though. It's like if, if you're going it out to sea and it looks like there's a storm out. Like, or somebody. And that's when you should be afraid because that's where the Flying Dutchman Well, how are you supposed to, to know kind of if it's going to be set or not? If you're just driving through that area and you have to go home or something. like. You're driving. Yes, you drive a boat, don't you? <laughs> I don't know. These are sailboats. You don't Listen, really drive them. You, uh, you fucking steer them, don't you? And steering and driving. So she do have a point. I would better say navigating. Also, again, another this vessel you will never see me on because homegirl is terrified of the ocean. Ah, uh, 
Sailboats like, are awesome. I don't know. I'm telling you, though, my favorite know. is still forever when Jack one day was like, you should also join the Navy. And I was like, that's a terrible idea. Because <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they're just going to let me be stationed on land the whole time. Mm-hmm. I got to be on a boat at some point. Nah. I'm not good. I'm good. I, no, thank you. Nope, 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 nope. I mean, Aunt Bonnie was stationed somewhere in the Navy, I think, and she couldn't drive a car, and the captain, not captain, the, I think it was the captain, general, somebody. They're just like, okay, well, you know, driving here. And she's like, I, I don't drive. He's, and they're just like, what are you talking about? They're just like, everybody drives. And she's like, I don't know how to drive. And he's like, nonsense, just get in the car and drive. And she ended up, like, hitting something or almost knocking them off into the water, and she's just like, I told you I don't drive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. God bless it. So, going into reported sightings of the Flying Dutchman, there have been many reported or alleged sightings in the 19th and 20th centuries, but we're only going to tell you about, like, one. Deal with it. Because <laughs> that's all the internet gave me there. Notes were a little last minute because we weren't sure if we were going to be able to record or, record, or, <laughs> record or not this week <laughs> again. Again, due to my hectic, hectic work schedule. But things worked out. Yay. So... Where was I? So, yeah, so we're just telling you about this one, which is a well-known sighting, which was by Prince George of Wales, the future King George V. The v. He was a three-year voyage on a three-year voyage during his late adolescence in 1880 with his elder brother, Prince Albert Victor of Wales, and their tutor, John Neil Dalton. They temporarily shipped into HMS in Constant after the damaged rudder was repaired in their original ship, the 4,000-ton Corvette Bac- Bacanti. Uh, the Princess Log entered in determinant as to which prints due to later editing before publication records follow the pre-dawn hours of july 11th 1881 off the coast of australia and the base straight or base or bass Strait uh between melbourne and sydney sydney wallaby way sydney yep. so july 11th at 4 a.m the flying dutchman crossed our bows a strange red light as a phantom of a ship's all aglow, in the midst of which lights the masts, spars, and sails of a brig 200 yards distant stood out in strong leaf as she came up on the port bow, where also the officer of the watch from the bridge clearly saw her, as did the quarterdeck midshipman, who was sent forward at once to the forecastle, but on arriving there was no vestige nor any sign whatever of any material ship was to be seen either near or right away to the horizon. The night being clear and the sea calm, 13 persons altogether saw her. At 10.45 a.m., the ordinary seaman who had this morning reported the Flying Dutchman fell from the fore topmast, uh, top crossed trees on the top gallant forecastle, and was smashed to atoms. Hmm. Nice. Yeah. Dude <laughs> fell to his death. I don't know what any of those other words are, but I'm Pretty assuming he, it was very high fell, up. And, yeah, yeah, he fell from, like, the fourth highest spot on the on the watchtower. Okay, like the, the crow's nest? Yeah, so... Think of it falling like, like twenty plus feet. Yeah. Oh yeah. I knew it. Like obviously he was like forty. He was smashed to atoms, so it wasn't a short fall, (laughs) girl. Yeah. Shit's wild. Mm -hmm. So Nicholas Montserrat, the novelist who wrote *The Cruel Sea*, described the phenomenon in the Pacific Ocean in his unfinished final book *Master Mariner*, which was partly inspired by this tale. He lived and worked in South Africa after the war. And the story of the wandering Jew. Hmm. Leading us to pop culture. Yes, where it's going to be like multiple pages long because so much pop culture. Really? Oh, yeah. And I didn't even type everything. I picked and choose. 
chose. She chose it. Chose it. Words. Point being, there was a lot, and I had to cherry pick things out because I was like, this is a lot. So, first one is television series and comics. Scooby Doo featured a Flying Dutchman um, ghost modeled after the illustrator Howard Piles, 1900, this depiction of the character. Which I'm pretty sure I saw that episode. I love that episode. It was a good one. Yeah, what? I'm pretty sure, yeah, because I, I think there was, like, some kind of projector but thing. Wh- uh-huh. Which Scooby-Doo are you talking about? The older one, the one we oh, grew like up on. Oh, like the 60s. Oh, okay. Scooby-Doo, like the yeah, OG. You the good one? Specific. <laughs> yeah, the good Scooby-Doo. Yeah. Hey. I mean, the what, one that had... What's new Scooby-Doo was pretty good, too. I like that. Oh, yeah. New what's, Scooby-Doo? No, what's new? Okay, I was about to say, that one's okay as well. That's a pretty good one, but, like, the new ones where they're, new, like... New, new ones, yeah. I'm, like... Back in high school, like, some of them are just, like, really stupid, and I'm, like... Velma's so not dumb. And then the only Why? important thing that came out of the live action ones is Shaggy being super strong for some reason. I don't know. I don't, right? I just and, uh, secret Velma. The chick who played Velma. Oh, yeah. And then she ends up, and she's freaking Hawkeye's wife now in the Marvel. What? Yeah. Huh? Damn. I know. I Googled it because I saw her and I was like, why does she look so familiar? And so I Googled the cast. <laughs> from Avengers and stuff and then I clicked on it so I could get her thing and then I saw Scooby-Doo and I was like, holy shit, it's fucking Velma. Hmm. That's too funny. Yeah. Shit blew my mind. <laughs> I know. I know. I love, no, I love surprise twists like that. Like again, like the dude from freaking um, Insidious and the Conjuring movies. Mm-hmm. He was freaking Raul in Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. That blew my mind so hard because I hadn't seen Phantom of the Opera in like years. And then they had it on Netflix and I was like, I don't fall asleep to this. And I was watching it. I'm like, is is that who I think that is? <laughs> there is nothing better when genres cross over like that. And then you're just like, well, fuck. <laughs> it's like, oh, hot damn. But continuing on. The Flying Dutchman is both the name of a pirate ghost, a Flying Dutchman, and his haunted pirate ship, The Flying Dutchman, in the Nickelodeon animated comedy series, SpongeBob SquarePants. SpongeBob SquarePants. Obviously, we're including that. Yes. Because he is the Flying Dutchman. Yes. <laughs> Carl Barks wrote the Andrew, a 1959 comic book story where Uncle Scrooge, Donald Duck, Huey, Louie, Dewey, yeah. Fuck it. I'm going with it. <laughs> but they met the Flying Dutchman. Um, in Ichiro? I think so, yeah. Uda? Uh, Oda, I think. Oda, Maybe. sorry. I don't know. But in their manga, One Piece, as well as the television series, Fisherman Van, um, Vander De- uh, Decken mm-hmm. the Ninth, a descendant of the original Captain Vander Decken, is the Flying Dutchman's current captain who appears as a major villain in the Fisherman Island arc. Which I kind of love that they have, like, the same name mm-hmm. because it gives that illusion of, like, the Flying Dutchman having the same captain for years and years yeah. and years and, like, kind of giving that illusion. Oh, so it'd be, like, Never the Captain uh, Captain Rogers, um, is it? From, uh, Dread Pirate Roberts. Yeah. I got that you. Close. On you. Yeah, no, Rogers, Roberts, close enough. Yeah. America's ass. As you wish. It's all the same. (laughs) You're welcome. We were there. 
<laughs> there was unity. And then you decided to go and do a 180 degree the other way. That's not going to ask. Because <laughs> why not? Fuck it. Because Rogers, Steve Rogers, America says. Yeah. Good Pirate Roberts, as you wish. <laughs> this is how my brain works, people. <laughs> 17 tabs. Don't know where the music's coming from. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Oh. Anyways. In the 1967 Spider-Man comic, um, comic, Ugh. in the 1967 Spider-Man cartoon episode, Return of the Flying Dutchman, the legend of the Flying Dutchman is used by Spider-Man's enemy Mysterio yep. to fight, frighten the villagers and plunder their wealth. That bastard. Mm-hmm. And the, in an episode of Supernatural, it ghost shipped. Heralds, herald <laughs> the death of the victims of a first mate's ghost. The uh, ship is um, compared to the Flying Dutchman's by Sam Winchester. Oh. So it's funny because my manager and I keep talking about this show recently because I think he's gone back to like start rewatching it. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I started with it when it first came out. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, I fell off the bandwagon. And then as, like, years went by, and I was like, Jesus Christ, I'm like, this show is still going? Like, how many fucking seasons are there? Because I don't have this kind of time. Mm-hmm. But I guess initially, I think it was only, it was supposed to end at, like, season five. Like, how it ended. Like, that's how it was supposed to, like, end. And then they just started adding on to it afterwards. Like, the guy who wrote it was like, this is how it's supposed to end. Like, but then they were doing so well that they were like, more. <laughs> so fun little trivia about Supernatural. How many seasons does it have now? 16. It needs to stop. Oh. I think it is done, but that's well, still I mean, a lot. freaking Grey's Anatomy is still going. Oh, my I God. Like I know. So seasons. I don't care. Yeah. No, that one's one that's too much doctor said. Well, I mean, even House eventually got, like, more, like, character-centered drama. And I was like, I don't care about you people. I need to know if it's lupus or not. Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that just take it a second. Like... I don't know. I'm just one of those people, if I'm watching a show that's supposed to be, like, case by case, that's all I care about. Law and Order SVU. I can eat that shit up all day long. Mm-hmm. Traumatized usually sometimes, but I watch it. And Detective Stabler's coming back. Yeah. So you know I got to jump back on for that season, at least. I still have to finish Criminal Minds. Oh, yeah. That's a good one, too. That's good. But yes. Okay. Oh, so it's me now. Yes. I was like, did we finish the last bulletin? Yeah. Tangents. So, moving on to The Flying Dutchman in film. Mm. So, the story was dramatized in the 1951 film Pandora and the Flying Dutchman, starring James Mason, who plays the Dutch captain Hendrik van der Decken, and Ava Gardner, who plays Pandora. She doesn't get a last name because she's not a a human. Because that's how women were treated then. I don't know. Why are you looking at me like know. that? Like it's my fault. <laughs> because you're the only man. I said they spoiled the shit out of you two. I know. I'm kidding, no, but you're you also don't. the only man in here, so it's you're the easy target. If there was another man here, I would target them first. Okay, Leo. <laughs> don't get him introduced, because then he'll start chatting. This is true. Anyways. So in this version, the Flying Dutchman is a man, not a ship. The two-hour-long film sets the main action on the Mediterranean coast of Spain during the summer of 1930. Centuries earlier, the Dutchman had killed his wife, wrongly believing her to be unfaithful. At his trial, he is unrepentant and curses God. 
Providence condemned him to roam the seas until he found the true meaning of love. In the only plot device taken from earlier versions of the story, once every seven years, the Dutchman is allowed to ashore for six months to search for a woman who will love him enough to die for him, releasing him from his curse, and he finds her in Pandora. Hmm. Like, that's what, that's what the meaning of love is? You can die for someone? Of course. Apparently so. It's a woman, yeah. so. I mean, yeah. Right? She can't give you much but babies and, and in food. six months. Yep. Bitch. That's too quick. I have sweaters older than that. <laughs> oh, you need to listen to how often the, the guy who founded uh, Mushrooms, uh, <laughs> he, he would marry women like after being with them for like three days. Oh, God, no. <laughs> Please. This is like in the 50s. No, oh my god, no, absolutely not. If any dude came at me like within three months and was like, let's get married, I'd be like, it's time for me to go. Well, he would also be like, here's some LSD, let's do this together. And then the, the woman would be like, yeah. And then so they would go and spend well, yeah. like three days like that together. And they'd be like, we're now going to get married. Well, yeah, that's drugs. 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 That, that's what happens. <laughs> I'm just saying, me as a sober human being, if someone was like, hey, and I'd be like, no. After six months. Cue my line to leave. Right? If some dude was after like six months, like, would you die for me? I'd be like, no, I have cats. (laughs) (laughs) All I can think about is Debbie. Would you die for me? (laughs) Yes, of course. (laughs) She's like, promise. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (gasps) Oh, Debbie. Uh, And the Adams family. Yeah. No, like I said. Again, no. It's not happening. I got cats to take care of and put through college. Mm-hmm, I don't mm-hmm. have time to die for you. <laughs> I got a double tomorrow. <laughs> That's why she got the kitty food today. I know. Uh, return of the crazy cat lady look. That's for sure. <laughs> Fancy feast. If you're listening, stock people up back up on the 30 packs, please. Please. And thank you. I'm tired of buying individual cans like a lunatic. <laughs> so moving on into uh the next bullet which is in the pirates of the caribbean films the ship has made its first appearance in dead man's chest which was in 2006 guys oh 14 years ago (laughs) i'm like i read that and my heart hurt trying to imply something i thought our ticking time bomb in the other room was a constant right i'm like i'm like this is it but anyways so 2006, under the command of the fictional captain, Davy Jones, the story and attributes uh, and attributes, attributes, attributes of the ship were inspired by the actual flying Dutchman of nautical lore. Mm. Yes. Quite. Quite. Indubitably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's it in film. Mm-hmm. That one kind of surprised me because that was actually the only two things they had in film. Yeah. Unless there were more and I just don't remember. It's not important to us, then. It's not you my didn't business. didn't include the, uh, the Spongebob movies. You well, mean the episodes? No, movies. Well, it's it's referenced with Spongebob. I try, Even if they mention the Spongebob movies, I try not to, like, I know, I was double just... dip. You... Bish. Don't be inquiring like you're serious, and then when I get serious, you're like, I'm just kidding. A I'm kid. Like, I'm like... No, I was... I, it's a little bit of both. But there's not really that many episodes with Dutchy anyway. I don't think. Moving on. Yes, to literature. The British author Brian Jacques. 
Jack. Or Jack is. Jack is. But he wrote a trilogy of fantasies, young adult novels, conquering two. Concerning. Fuck it. <laughs> they were conquering. <laughs> Fuck it. Um, two reluctant members of the Dutchman's crew. A young boy and his dog. His dog. His dog. Who's <laughs> <laughs> that? Give me what you said. <laughs> Give me your dog. That dog is great importance. Who cares about the little boy? It's I about know, that right? dog. Human child dies unfazed. Animal, I'm in tears. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. No, that's a lie. Usually if children are harmed, I get bothered. But any other, like, human grown-ass adult, I'm like... A they probably teenager it. that deserves it, and you're just like, yeah. I, don't, I don't feel nothing. You know, poor innocent child or an animal, and I'm just like, oh, you monster. <laughs> if there's an animal in a horror movie nine times out of ten, I will try not to watch it until I hear from someone who's already seen it that the animal survives. Yeah. I mean, we did all go to see I Am uh, oh, Legend together in the theater, and we're just like. <laughs> oh, I Am Legend? Yeah. Yeah, With that Sam, was rough. And I was just like, ah! I know. I was like, why would you take me to this acting like you guys do? <laughs> How could you do this to me? You guys are monsters. Will Smith, why? Why? Oh, but um, they slept off the sh- Um, They were swept. Swept. Yes, they were swept, not slept. <laughs> I mean, hey, that close enough. But they were swept off the ship by a wave on the night, the ship was cursed. However, the same angel who pronounced the curse on the ship and crew appeared to them and blessed them. Bless them. Body of Christ. <laughs> <laughs> they charged them to help those in need. That doesn't sound like blessing anymore. That's a, that's like a chore. Yeah, it's just like, you're <laughs> like, okay, you're, I'm cursed and now I gotta help people? Right? Oh. <laughs> oh. Forever that Aaron is boy. Like the ultimate curse sometimes. <laughs> You know, it'd be funnier if it's like they had to help Patrick with his wallet. Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> I was, I've been thinking about that meme this whole time. We were talking about SpongeBob because every time, briefly, I think it's the Flying Dutchman, but then I remember it's man. What is it, Manta Ray? Man Ray. Man Ray. Yeah, it's man, man Ray. Ray. It's, it. it's my favorite. Because <laughs> they're trying to get rid of the belt. Yep. Because uh, he, they have the key, the and he, they're like, they yep. can't unlock it. Yep. Mm-hmm. So moving on. Love it. Help those that need. And his checks with tiny poodles on Blessing it. Blessing my ass. Yeah, right? Bitches. The first novel was cast titled, ooh, titled Castaways of the Flying Dutchman, and it was published in 2001. The second book was The Angel's Command, and was released in 2003. The third and the final was titled Voyages, excuse me, Voyage of Slaves, and was released by 2006. Yes. Mm. The comic fantasy Flying Dutchman by Tom Holt is the version of the Flying Dutchman story. In this version, the Dutchman is not a ghost ship, but crewed by immortals who can only visit land once every seven years when the unbearable smell that is a side effect of the elixir of life wears off. So are they riding alive now? Like I, I know, that gets me. I'm so mad because like this was the only excerpt Wikipedia gave me, but I was too lazy to look more into it because it was like later. But I was like, now I'm kind of curious. And all you're giving me is there's an unbearable smell. Or is it, okay, so now I'm reading it differently because it's either, it starts smelling because the elixir of life is wearing off or the unbearable smell is fading and it's meaning the elixir of life is wearing off and then it's like you could smell normal again. 
which is but extra ass backwards to me. To smell normal? I know. Which is extra ass backwards to me because if that means there's a funky smell because of the elixir of life. I'm trying. No, yeah, so it's like, I guess the elixir of life, you like, you smell like utter ass. And so when the elixir wears off. Yeah, that, I don't know, for me, like, I would just rather die. <laughs> like, so, you like, find, so you find it's the, like, you the elixir of life and then you just smell like barnacles for the rest of your, for seven years. I'm t- well, because then that means it's you got to get... the elixir of life then. Because you got to no, get that is more. The, that's what it's saying. But what it's saying is that the elixir of life wears off, so that means they have to go back on land to get more elixir of life. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think Calypso right. comes in. So that's what I was saying, every seven years. So, like, they drink the elixir of life, they smell like complete low tide <laughs> no, <laughs> for yeah. seven years, and then they come back on no, the land. yeah, if anyone were to come up to me, it was like that Trixie Akashi figure. It's like, would you like to just, you know live a normal life and then die or whatever or you can have the elixir of life where you just have to smell like ass for every seven years but then you come back and then you have to continue smelling like ass for seven years and keep repeating the process and get to live forever i'd be like just kill me now let's do it i'm already tired of this conversation (laughs) (laughs) like i think my life is ready at the end now it's Mm -hmm. been a good run goodbye but you're only so <laughs> just eat myself off a bridge. But no, I I use that joke all too often. Like people be like, "Oh, what if we're this or to happen? It was this horrible thing." I'd just be like, "Whatever, I've had a good run. <laughs> this is long life at you know compared to most eighteen hundred lives lives in the eighteen hundreds. I don't know. It's amazing. Well, moving uh, on. This leads us into music. Jethro Tull refers to the Flying Dutchman with a song of the same name. From their 1979 album, Stormwatch. The next uh, thing is Jimmy Buffett refers to the Flying Dutchman in his 1995 song, Remittance Man, on the album uh, Barometer Soup. And that's probably what got me started in my Margaritaville kick today. Yeah. I don't know. That's been my theme song. Also, we drove past this taco place and everyone was drinking margaritas. I was like, damn, we should have went there. That was... Fat Rosie's, that was the one place I was talking about. It is so cute looking. Like, it's very colorful. And then they had the big margarita glasses, and I was like, oh, I could have had that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dutch symphonic metal, um, sorry, black metal band. Uh, Carrick Angren. Thank you. Wrote a concept album about the Flying Dutchman entitled Death Came Through a Phantom Ship. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, God... What the fork knives is that? <laughs> dethroned. Thank you. God Dethroned, a Dutch death metal band featuring the song Soul Capture 1562 and the Flying Dutchman on their on their album Bloody ba- Blasphemy. Lots of lots of Dutch metal bands. Mm-hmm. Dutch. I know. And like you said, I feel like I just want to explore more like crazy metal bands. Yes. Just from other countries, though. It'll be awesome. Because it's just I'm Marth. That's a good one. That's who we saw the Norse one mm-hmm. when we seen uh, Megadeth. I I'm just going to, like, hit, like, go to, like, Spotify and type in random words and then black metal. And then just see what happens. <laughs> I feel Can like, I be there for the reaction? Because <laughs> there's literally so many variations of death, black, doom, symphonic, like, I love it. 
And I just, I feel like they should have a website where you just click randomize and it picks the genre of metal for you. So then you can Spotify it and be like, what am I listening to today? Because that would be entertaining as fuck. It's going to be awesome. But yeah. So yeah, that's the Flying Dutchman. Is there anything else we might have missed? Because I feel like I've heard more about it, but then, like I said, it could just be all of the Pirates of the Caribbean. Probably. <laughs> franchise in my head. It's like, oh, I remember this. No. <laughs> I'm like, yes. Yes. I don't know. Anything else? Thoughts, comments, questions? Concerns? Doctors? No, I think we're good. Pedicures? I don't know. Pedicures. Nails clean. No, I think that's about it. Yeah. No, like I said, it's very pretty cut and dry little bit of subtle spook. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I felt like, too, it was very... I do... I like the idea of very much of just, like, the spooky, like... um, Like, they try to communicate with it, and they're like, oh, we can't, you know, get back to land. You know, bring this letter to my loved one. And they died 200 years ago. Like, that would be like... I'd be like, nope. Well, thank you. Like I don't that. want to be cursed with this... And that's the thing, too, Burn when it was, in. like, on top of it, it was just, like, and if you accept it, you're cursed. And it's like, well, shit. Yeah, try to be a good person. Mm-hmm. No good deed goes unpunished. Yeah, well, suck an egg. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me how to live my life. But, yeah, so, I don't know. Yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Things are, things are getting crazy, hence the reason, like I said, we had to take a week off last week, our end... Of the portion of the country's world or whatever is starting to slowly make its way back to normalcy, which means I'm about to hit crazy town again. I'm still in crazy town. Yeah. Full 10-hour shift still because... Get it. (sighs) Somebody has to supply those fucking stores and shit with sour cream and crap. It's me. (laughs) Damn it. (laughs) Austin's delivering fucking cookies and gummy bears over there. Living the good life, delivering the good stuff. Have that shit. (laughs) Oh my god. Anyways, but yeah. So, like I said, we should hopefully be back to normal. We've got one more episode before our hundredth, and we should be having special guests with us. I won't say who yet. We'll name drop officially next week when we do our recording, and then I'll make sure to have like hopefully post. Let's let's be real. Do my best. But I guarantee nothing. Okay. Way back Wednesday hasn't been going smoothly as planned. <laughs> but anyways, rate, subscribe, follow, donate, donate and have a spooky night. Yes. Flying Dutchman gonna get you in your sleep. Even Three if you, cold the blues. <laughs> if you're landlocked. Bye-bye. <laughs>